Welcome to the Social Authority Podcast with Amy Schmidauer. That's me. This show is for you, a rising star in your industry, ready to produce your authority and share it with the world. Let's get started. What's up, socials? Welcome to another episode of the Social Authority Podcast, brought to you by yours truly, Amy Schmidauer of SavvySexySocial.com and the Social Authority Membership Group, your one and only group coaching platform for growing your business with digital tools. Thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. I'm so excited about this interview today. Another YouTube rock star hanging out with me on the show. Before I dive into that, I want to make a big shout out to our bandwidth sponsor, aweber.com, the email marketing platform that you will love just as much as I do. Go to SavvySexySocial.com slash Aweber. Join me in having an amazing email presence to build that relationship with your audience and try it out for 60 days totally free. SavvySexySocial.com slash Aweber. A-W-E-B-E-R. Link is in the show notes. This episode was recorded on Blab the lovely live video streaming interview collaboration platform. I love to do my little podcast interviews on. They just make it so easy. So we popped over there and for a live audience had this great chat, myself and Sunny Leonarduzzi. She's going to talk to us about the successes that she has had on YouTube and how that inspired her to share her product with the world recording for revenue. So very excited to jump into this chat. We really dive into some of those cool tips and tricks about using YouTube and getting traffic through search, which is what I know a lot of you are interested in. So here is my chat with Sunny Leonarduzzi. She is the social broadcaster and we'll show you how to monetize your message with social media and video, something very close to my heart. And I knew as soon as I heard about her for the first time that we should be dear, dear friends. You've also seen her in places for awesome brands like Hootsuite, Huffington Post, and of course, in YouTube land. Sunny Leonard Doozy, welcome to the Social Authority Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I know. It's about time. It's about time, for sure. We are very fortunate to have a, a close mutual friend, and that is the one and only Sue B. Zimmerman. There will never be any other Sue in my life, period. One of a kind. <laughs> one of a kind. <laughs> I know. Hey, uh, I gave a quick description of what you do, but let's hear more. I mean, why Why does it sound like we do very similar things? What do you, what do, you do in the YouTube land? We do do very similar things. <laughs> um, so, it's, it's, it's such an interesting, long-winded answer, so I'm going to try and keep it as concise as possible. Um, Whatever you feel, girl. Just, okay. just get it out. Just speak from the heart. Um, so basically, I had a social consultancy that I started about six years ago here in Vancouver, British Columbia. And, um, in case that wasn't totally obvious by now. <laughs> There's another Vancouver, just in case. Um, and uh, and I love social media. I started an online magazine. I used to be a reporter. That's where the whole social broadcaster thing came from. I worked in traditional media um, as a journalist and a reporter. Did the 2010 Winter Olympics in Whistler. And sort of at that time really saw the draw for 
the audience to be involved in the conversation. And that was really when Facebook wasn't even being used for business purposes. Um, so I started to look into the digital space, created an online magazine, fell in love with it, started taking on clients. Um, and it just organically grew over six years. And I really didn't even talk about what I did because nobody really got it, which I'm sure you can understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like my first question is like, wow, that was a long time ago in this world. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, I really didn't even talk about it, nor did anybody really asked me about it until I would say like two years ago. Um, and then I just started doing YouTube videos um, for my own channel. Uh, it'll be 10 months on the 31st, 10 months ago. Um, and I worked with Hootsuite prior to that. We partnered on a series called Social Update, where we did weekly updates on social media news. Um, I've worked with Digital Trends recently at CES, where we bumped into each other. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I mo- first and foremost, I would say I'm a content creator. Um, and then second video marketing strategist. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's been so incredible to watch what you're doing. And we have um we have a little bit of a different way that we've been I mean, you had the business before really you focused on the channel. I mean, big time, years, years. Yeah. Uh I was on YouTube before I even thought to start my business, and that's sort of how I came into the experience. But what's amazing is that the uh, your channel, youtube.com slash Sunny Leonard Doozy, and I'll put that in the show notes for anybody that's like, wow, how do you spell that name? I totally know what that's like. Um, <laughs> just incredible to see the growth pattern that's happening. I mean, you have some really amazing content there that is hitting home with your subscribers and viewers that are jumping on and becoming subscribers. Looks like you just had your 10,000 subscriber milestone a couple months ago, but you've already hit 20,000 since then. So significant amount of growth happening there. I'm just so thrilled for you because it's really great. I just, I love to see anybody in this space, specifically a woman in social media making video content that is actually beneficial um, and not, you know, like self-congratulatory. I mean, you and I are very, I could be saying dirtier words basically, but what I mean to be saying is that you and I are on video for one very specific reason, and that is to help people. And that's very, very clear with what you do. What do you think you can attribute uh, your really, what looks on the surface to be fast success? It's a lot of hard work. And I know that, but what do you think is happening with your channel that this growth pattern is happening for you? You know, to be perfectly honest with you, I think a lot of it, ignorance is bliss at the beginning. Um, and I, I, t- I told this story a few times, but when I first started, I was looking for Periscope had just come out and I was working with Hootsuite still on the series and we were doing a video on it, but it wasn't really a tutorial on how to use it. And so I was trying to do some research on how to actually use it with like every little nitpicky detail. Right. And I couldn't find one at the time. And so I just made one on a whim. I sat in front of my window, pulled out my webcam and I was like, I'm going to make a YouTube tutorial. Um, and it took off. And so I was like, okay, clearly there's a need for this. And some of the themes that kept coming up where people were like, that was such a great breakdown of it. You're a really good teacher. Um, and when I've done, you know, my consultancy in the past, I'd worked with companies on training them on how to actually use these tools. And so I have experience teaching. And so it kind of just parlayed into what I was doing on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So from there, um, this space, as you know, moves so fast. And so every time something would come out, or I was curious about something myself, I knew there had to be another need for that kind of a video. Mm -hmm. So that's where most of my video content, especially at the beginning came from, it was like, okay, I don't really understand the value of Snapchat. This was obviously a while ago. um, So I'm gonna make a video on it. And then that one just 
again, blew up. So that, I mean, and that's, that's definitely a video to give some attention to, but before I do that, I just don't want it to be lost on anyone that the video that took off for you on your YouTube channel is a tutorial for Periscope, something that hasn't even been alive for, uh, I mean, I don't even think it's a year old yet. I remember it coming out while we were at social media marketing world last year. Yeah. It was, I mean, Meerkat came out at South by Southwest and it was like a month after that. So it's just, that's like, like crazy to think about and very cool. But even more importantly than that is something that not enough people think about. And um, to give the example on my channel, the recently most popular video of the entire channel, it wasn't for a very long time, but now all of a sudden it's overtaken things that were just a clear winner for a really long time, uh, is is how to embed a uh, YouTube video in your PowerPoint presentation. It's just, just knocking search out of the park and is the number one video on my channel. And it's, first of all, you know, attributing why your archives are so important and that you invest in your archives. But more than anything, it was, I went to find that resource and everything I found sucked. And then I said, I'm going to make something here. If I was looking for this, what would I want it to look like? And you know what? I'm going to take the time and resources to do it because this is applicable to the people that I talk to on a regular basis, which is why I have the channel. And so that's why it works. Finding those holes, creating content around them, should they apply to you, what you do and who you talk to. So I just want people to remember that part that, you know, you really wanted to teach people about Periscope because you were teaching yourself as well. And when you find an opportunity to educate people because you wanted it to, I mean, that's huge. We don't create content for ourselves, but if we know that there's a hole in the area of where we're trying to teach, that's amazing. That's a huge opportunity. Totally. I always say that to people. People are always like, how do you choose your, your topics for your content? And you know, the more you do this, and I've said this to you before, the amount of content that you produce blows my mind. Um, cause I can't even imagine coming up with that many pieces of information, um, and topics. But a lot of the times the, the topics that I come up with are from people on social channels, across my social channels, asking questions about different things. And it could be even just little questions. Mm-hmm. And then that sparks something in my head. And then I'll try and research if there's anything out there. And again, if there isn't, I'll make it. And I dive deep and I do like really in-depth tutorials because I'm like, if I was looking for this, this is what I would want to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for saying that. Um, it, it, But I, I think there's something to be said about the model of publishing frequently. And there's also the model for not publishing frequently. So what would you say the the design of your editorial calendar is? And how do you decide to do that? And, and how is that helping you with your business plan? Like what I mean, I guess it comes down to what is your schedule on the most basic question? But what does that really look like for you? So my schedule is I publish every Tuesday. Um, so that's been consistent for the last 10 months almost. Um, and for me, that's just really what worked best for my schedule. Um, I am considering doing maybe a little bit more this year, but just with, as you know, everything else going on and traveling and all that stuff, it does make it more difficult. And I do like to go super, super, super in depth with my videos. Mm -hmm. So the amount of time that it takes to not only research, but film and edit and all of those things. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir, but if you're ever going to create a video, they do take time depending on how in depth you go. So yeah, I mean, I, that just that's what I works. do want to drive that home because it's true. I mean, your videos, um, 
first of all, strategy is totally on point with headlines and how, of course, that's hitting in search, but they are very big topics. Like they're very aggressive and and it's very clear in the headline that it's an aggressive topic. So you do a very big deep dive most of the time, depending on the video. But usually if it's that big topic, it's going to be an eight minute, nine minute video. It looks like for you, which is long, but it's not that that doesn't work on YouTube. It certainly does, especially in a world where YouTube is so in love with the channels that are getting them watch time. And so in your case, watch time is your best friend, because if you have an eight minute tutorial, deep dive, you know, education video, it's great. You just need the retention more than you need anything because an eight minute video is only not advantageous if people are not watching it, if you are losing them really quickly. So how would you say that you are trying to keep people on if maybe they were like, I want to know that and they get to your video and then suddenly it's like, okay, I got to brace myself to learn this thing now. <laughs> like, how do you feel like you're keeping your audience retention high so that you can really a, a, a deep dive something and keep people in for a longer period of time? Well, I think the biggest thing um, that I've learned is getting into it really quickly. So getting into the meat of the topic quickly because my strategy on YouTube um, is very search driven. Um, It has shifted slightly in the past couple of months. When I was Mm -hmm. first starting out, I was trying to gain momentum. And so um, there was a lot of search heavy topics. Mm -hmm. Um, So that really was what I paid attention to. And I knew that people wouldn't know who the heck I was when they landed on my video. So they don't care about that. They care about getting... (laughs) Please pause and repeat. If somebody finds you in search, they don't care who you are yet. They want you to deliver. They want you to deliver, period. Exactly. Yes, preach. Um, (laughs) So I knew that. And so I was like, if I'm going to do this strategy, my videos need to get into the meat of the content and the good stuff really quickly. And that's how I keep my retention high on my videos. I like it. I like it. Okay. So the title of this podcast is Recording for Revenue. I want to know what Recording for Revenue is from your mouth because I kind of already know what it is. I'm very excited that you rolled it out this year, but um, I want everybody to know what it is because I think there needs to be a little bit more direction around like, what are you trying to do? Because like I said, the topics on your channel are can be pretty big and broad, not too broad, but very search friendly. How are you redirecting that? that search traffic into the world of Sunny Leonard Doozy and what you can do to help people. Who are those people? Because ultimately those people are going to be the ones that care about recording for revenue. Totally. And I guess it's really interesting because I started the channel on somewhat of a whim. I feel like my YouTube channel is a direct reflection of where my business is headed. Which um, by the way, I do want to point out that you are a rock star like me for not being afraid of those early videos and leaving them for the whole world to see. Not that I've watched them, but you can always tell like the growth pattern of a YouTube channel. Like what were you doing when you first got here? And now where are you? Yeah. And it's not always the same. Usually no, not at all. It's not at all. <laughs> But it's very entertaining to look back at. Um, okay, so where was I? What were you talking about? We were talking- Sorry. No. Yeah. Okay. Re- recording for revenue. I did a flashback <laughs> of like the really bad early, early videos. Um, yeah, but still, sorry to pause again. You, I mean, like yours are like trailers from being on TV too. So it's sort of like, oh, how bad could it really oh be? Sunny? Come on. <laughs> uh, that's a throwback Thursday. Okay. Um, <laughs> So recording for revenue basically came out of 
the thing is YouTube has been the crux of the business um, for me really uh, in promoting what I do. And the thing is when I first started my business, it was broad social media. I've supported companies, um, startups, big corporations uh, in every single aspect when it came to social media across all platforms. And then that evolved, especially when I started working with Hootsuite into specifically YouTube. Um, but now in the past year, we've seen Twitter video, native video become such a huge as aspect of every single social media platform. So it's not just about YouTube. It's about cross-promoting and supporting your strategy if you do have a YouTube channel with all these other video platforms as well. And just video translates so well because it's the best way to get a good read on who somebody really is. And we all know this saying and everybody says it, but if you know, like, and trust somebody, you're going to buy from them. And the best way to know, like, and trust somebody is to see them live, um, whether that's live streaming or through a video or something like that. So I saw a need for something that brought all of the video platforms together. So what Recording for Revenue really is, is it's teaching you the, the ideology be behind each of these platforms, what makes them different, and what makes producing video on each one of them different, and how to actually use it for your business. Because I think that that's <laughs> sometimes lost in translation. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, one of the examples of that was when Periscope came out and people were doing like those fridge scopes and stuff and like what was that I'm so glad I missed that by the way I think so I must have been trying to like keep the meerkat in my life but I was like what is this fridge scope situation it's so bad um so, bad. so I think for me and like you said with the kind of content that we create, we're very focused on helping people and there's a strategy behind it and all those things. So my course is not for people who want to be viral sensations and overnight thank successes you. and thank internet you fame. You do, I really appreciate that. I thank you for saying that. <laughs> it's not for that person. Um, it is for entrepreneurs, small business owners, marketing managers, um, solopreneurs. It's for anybody who recognizes that video can benefit their business and I think everybody's starting to realize that right now. Um, and it just does, it, again, a deep dive on every one of these platforms. Uh, so the course includes the first module is the recording for revenue, revenue formula. So every element you need to include, no matter what the platform is, in order to actually mm -hmm. convert your viewers into brand ambassadors or customers. Um, and then we go into Instagram video, Twitter video, Vine, uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, Periscope. And I'm missing one. What am I missing? I'm blanking on the last Did one. you say Snapchat? Snapchat. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Snapchat. <laughs> Good. Because I wanted to my, ask about that one. That's <laughs> actually my, my most in-depth uh, module is Snapchat. I was going to say, because I think, um, is I don't know if it's the most popular, but it's certainly a, an extremely popular video on your YouTube channel um, about Snapchat. So it seems only fitting that you would include a module or at least information on it in your course. Um, but what's interesting to me is that it's Snapchat that I think is even helping YouTube get its uh, swag back to the mainstream a little bit. Because it, from my experience, I'm having people come to me expressing interest in, you know, how is it that you're developing this YouTube channel? What do I need to know if I want to use this as a lead generator? And it's because of things like Snapchat having 6 billion daily video views and something crazy like that. So how do you think... Uh, if, if a brand's kind of coming into this and they're saying like recording for revenue sounds like it's for me because I'm not 100% sure where I need to be, but I would like to know based on that education where I could go. Um, I mean, do you think that there's a clear winner right now or at least one that's like, if you're not doing this, you should be in most cases, if not all. 
Well, here's the thing. I'm always going to say YouTube is such a powerful tool for any business. That's always going to be the anchor and the home base strictly from a long-term results perspective, especially Mm -hmm. if you're using it with a search strategy. Um, Depends on what you're using it for. I had somebody contact me the other day and ask, they're a local business here in Vancouver, and they were like, should I be doing a vlog every week? And on YouTube. And I said, no, you should probably Snapchat instead. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We just talk about this because I'm going to be talking about this a lot more. Somebody decided to go one day, hmm, how can we get normal people to be able to video blog and jump cut so that it's actually interesting? Boom, Snapchat stories. I'm telling you, like, that's what this is. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm like, I'm watching vlogging now on Snapchat and less on YouTube. And that's big for me. So, I mean, like, that means everyone else in the world is getting more interesting personally. Absolutely. And I think that's been been the biggest trend. And I think the best part about Snapchat and and things like Blab and things like Periscope, um, and I often say this, people are so scared of video sometimes Mm. um, because of all those fear factors, technical, insecurity around what you sound like or you look like or whatever. Um, And these platforms allow you to get into video and practice and be on it on a day-to-day basis without bombarding people um, and get really good before you dive into something that's a little bit more of a commitment where you're going to see really embarrassing old videos for the rest of your life, like in YouTube. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Great point. Um, I am, I'm just going to say I love Snapchat. I was just, uh, maybe not just like you, but at the beginning I was like, this is trouble. I don't (laughs) like this Snapchat thing. I also have 10 year younger twin brothers and they were using Snapchat. So I just assumed it was bad, (laughs) Um, but (laughs) I'm so in love with it. And I really do think it's because it is opening the doors big time on video becoming more accessible. And just like you said, I think there's a lot of uh, issues that people come into when they're thinking about video. And the initial questions I usually get are technical. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to know what's the camera, what's, mm-hmm. what are the lights, what's the, what, how do you, how do you, how do you sound so good? And then when you really get past those, it turns out to be much bigger. And it's like, totally. How are you like a cool person? <laughs> how did you get to be so fun? And it's just like, oh, okay. That's what's so big. So I really love, um, I think a recent video that you did really talked about that fear. So I highly recommend that people check that out. And then of course, check out recording for revenue. If that is something that sounds like you need to do for your business, you need to do it for your business. That was a hint. That was not a suggestion. And I will say, I will say, I actually today, um, we just made a change to the course because when I first launched it, it was um, only available uh, in phases. So you could, it was phased over a oh. period. Um, but now it's available all at once. So oh, cool. Just an update to that. That's good. That's so good because I, I always feel like timing is such a thing for any business that's deciding to go in on a course. So there will be the brands that are like, I want it and I want it all right now. And then the other ones are like, can you hold my hand and take me one by totally. one at a time? And you can totally decide to do that on your own. So that's awesome. Great to hear that we were here for the release of that big change. Yes. Sonny Leonard Doozy, thank you so much for being on the show. I see collaboration in our future on YouTube. So. Collaboration. <laughs> yes, many, many, many. <laughs> Make sure you go to youtube.com slash Sunny Leonard Doozy. The link is in the show notes. Subscribe to her channel. She's got a lot of amazing work over there and more details about recording for revenue in the show notes as well. Thanks, Sunny. Thank you so much. 
That's all for today's socials. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. As always, go check out Sunny Leonard Doozy at her website, SunnyLeonardDoozy.com, as well as on YouTube, youtube.com slash SunnyLeonardDoozy. And, of course, recording for revenue, all at her website. Go check out all the links in the description. Make sure you give her a shout out that you heard her here and that we appreciate her for sharing her knowledge with us today. I will see you on the next episode of the Social Authority Podcast coming at you. Thanks to another live video platform, Periscope. More details about that on Monday.